0: You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. A rally was held outside Trillium Health in Rochester yesterday with a message to Governor Kathy Hochul. Don't cut funding for safety net clinics and providers. WXXI health reporter Raquel Steven was there.
1: Trillium Health employees, patients, and supporters marched around the center imploring that Governor Kathy Hochul keeps the 340B funding in the final state budget. 340B, the 340B Prescription Drug Discount Program allows for centers like Trillium and Jordan Health to purchase prescription drugs at a lower rate. The centers say they reinvest the savings into programs and services for underserved patients like Eden Clark. The services and career opportunities that Trillium Health have provided for me have greatly improved not only my health, but my entire quality of life. Now Clark, who identifies as transgender, must prepare for possible loss of that care come April 1st, when funding for the program is scheduled to expire. Historically, New York State has been a safe haven for my community. But the proposed cut to 340B threatens to deny critical funding that health centers statewide need to provide comprehensive and affirming care to us. Trillium's president and CEO, Andrea DeMeo, says Trillium is set to lose about $5 million in funding if the Medicaid expansion sunsets
2: very concerned about maintaining our legacy as being the premier HIV prevention and treatment provider here and caring for our LGBTQ communities. We're also the only upstate New York harm reduction program addressing opioid addiction, so it means a cut in services and less access for the people we care about.
1: Both the Senate and Assembly have rejected the proposed budget cut, but the future of the program will be determined by the final state budget. Raquel Steven, WXXI News.
0: President of the Monroe County Legislature is adding her support to an effort to prevent double-digit rate hikes proposed by Rochester Gas and Electric. WXXI's Randy Gorman has more.
2: Legislature President Sabrina Lamar says the proposed increases of more than 20 percent for electricity, nearly 19 percent for natural gas, is unacceptable. Lamar says that combined, that would result in an annual bill hike of $260 for an average residential customer, something she says is unacceptable. She's calling on the State Public Service Commission to reject the increases also noting the PSC has been investigating building problems at RG&E. The county legislature president also pushing for the state to allocate $1.5 million to fund a study to determine the feasibility of transforming RG&E into a public utility. That's something that local advocates have been talking about as well. County Executive Adam Bella recently asked the state to deny the rate hike request as well. And Mayor Malik Evans and Rochester City Council want the PSC to do a study to evaluate a potential takeover of rg and Randy Gorman, WXXI News.
0: In a statement, rg e says it's made significant progress in addressing billing problems and that government-controlled utilities do nothing to improve service or reliability, but would put taxpayers on the hook for billions of dollars while raising rates. Public records show a Rochester police officer who was recently charged with sending indecent images to a minor had been suspended from the department several years ago due to another incident. Sean Jordan was suspended in 2016 after he was accused of threatening to kill a man and sabotage his car by placing cut-up ping-pong balls in the fuel line. WXXI's Gino Finelli says this happened as the result of an apparent love triangle. Documents show that although Jordan was later suspended, he was not criminally charged. The man had decided not to press charges, um, particularly in the ping pong ball incident. And the woman, in her interview with investigators, with uh, RPD's professional standards section, had stated that she hadn't complained directly to the department because she just believed nothing would be done about it. Last week, Jordan was arraigned on charges accusing him of exposing himself to his 16-year-old girl during a Facebook video chat. He is suspended without pay and due back in court in May. Researchers say climate change education in the U.S. public schools has improved in the last decade, even though lessons in more than a dozen states, are still considered substandard. Data show some teachers are influenced by political pressure to share perspectives not backed by science. Joseph Henderson, a professor at Paul Smith's College in the Adirondacks, says implementing climate education happens in a patchwork fashion.
2: It's complicated, but you know the research is showing that it is increasing. Young people are increasingly demanding it in their schools. So there, there are actually a lot of signs of hope around this one.
0: Henderson is the author of a new paper recommending a more prominent role for climate education across disciplines. There's more news online at WXXINews.org.